Today, we're talking about Hurricane Adalia, the return of masks, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows testifying in Georgia, and other top news for Wednesday, August 30th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. Our determination to imitate Christ should be such that we have no time for other matters. Desiderius Erasmus. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Hurricane Adalia, a name meaning Behold the Sun, is preparing to hit the sunshine state with more than irony. Yesterday, Adalia graduated to a Category 1 with forecasts showing the storm rapidly intensifying to a Category 3 ahead of a potentially unprecedented landfall this morning along Florida's Big Bend Coast, an area stretching from Tallahassee to Tampa. Florida Governor DeSantis activated roughly 5,500 National Guard members for storm response and issued evacuation orders for more than 20 Florida counties. Dozens of schools have closed, as have the international airports in Tampa and St. Petersburg, and operations are shuttered at Florida's Tallahassee capital. Idalia is expected to bring inclement weather to Florida and Georgia today before moving into the Carolinas. States of emergency were declared in all four states ahead of what could unfold into a once-in-a-lifetime event. As this storm hits, pray not only for protection and prosperity, temporary blessings, but also for Christ's light to shine through his compassionate, generous followers on the ground. The blessings of the gospel are eternal. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5-7 through 7 says, God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. Like the real Slim Shady, mask mandates are back, back again, at least in some parts of the country. Smatterings of businesses, schools, and hospitals in California and Georgia have asked folks to dig their masks out of storage in response to rising hospitalizations. While still far below previous peaks, COVID-19 cases have risen over the past few weeks thanks to catchy new variants dubbed Eris, Fornax, and Parola. Officials say COVID hospitalizations are still considered low in 97% of the country, adding that updated fall vaccines should be effective and most people have some level of COVID antibodies already. As for masks, public health guidance generally says they're effective but optional, and a Supreme Court ruling from last year prevents the White House from enforcing mask mandates in companies with over 100 employees. Here's a verse to consider when old anxieties knock at your door. When I said, my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Psalm 94, verse 18 through 19. In a surprise move, Mark Meadows took the stand in Georgia on Monday. The former White House chief of staff testified for nearly four hours in a bid to have his election interference case moved to federal court. Meadows argued that actions like setting up the now infamous phone call between Trump and Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, who also testified, were part of his official government duties. Georgia prosecutors say that Meadows' actions were political business, not official White House business. The judge is mulling over both sides' arguments. Separately, Trump's federal election obstruction trial is set to start March 4th, one day before Super Tuesday, when roughly 40% of the nation votes in primaries. 
Trump's team needs to pay close attention to their Google calendars. Two of his other trials also have proposed March start dates. While you likely have no control over these politically contentious cases, you can control how you speak about them. Seek to promote unity and peace, especially with your brothers and sisters in Christ, in your corner of the world. Ephesians 4, verse 1 through 3 says, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. This episode is sponsored by the End of the Road podcast. Imagine your longest day of travel, then keep going. The End of the Road podcast explores what God is doing in some of the most remote travel for a day by canoe through jungle places on the planet. Each week, you'll hear an interview about places you'll likely never go, cultures you'll likely never experience, with people you'll likely never forget. It's part adventure travel, part extreme mission, and entirely worth your time to listen to. Find the End of the Road podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The drama surrounding the Spanish women's soccer team introduced a new character. Angelus Behar, the mother of embattled Federation President Luis Rubiales. Behar began a hunger strike Monday, shutting herself inside a church, saying she'll stay until the inhuman, bloodthirsty witch hunt ends. Meanwhile, additional soccer leaders have called for Rubiales, who kissed a player without her consent, to resign. Police have charged a 34-year-old grad student with first-degree murder in Monday's fatal shooting at the University of North Carolina. An emergency alert and lockdown sirens sounded two minutes after the suspect allegedly killed his professor, triggering droves of police and a nearly three-hour lockdown. No other injuries were reported. Hawaiian Electric pushed back on the negligence lawsuit filed by Maui County. It says a downed power line was responsible for a morning fire on Maui that firefighters completely extinguished, but electricity had been off for six hours before the second fire, which ultimately decimated the island, started in the afternoon. Stock surged 40% on the statement. Yesterday, the Biden administration announced the first 10 medications subject to the first-ever Medicare price negotiations, including life-saving drugs for diabetes, heart failure, and blood cancer. Drug makers who refused to negotiate could face an excise tax of up to 95% of their U.S. sales. Oof. New sales will roll out in 2026 if pharmaceutical companies' legal challenges are unsuccessful. What happens when your earplugs don't plug ears real good? It costs you $6 billion. That's how much 3M agreed to pay veterans who have filed around 300,000 lawsuits alleging their combat earplugs led to hearing loss. The settlement is not an admission of liability, and 3M claims the earplugs, when used properly, are safe and effective. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.